Welcome back to the Guardian Project Podcast, episode 124. I'm your host, Andy. And at first I'm sweet, then I'm sour. Yeah. It's the opposite. It's, oh, yeah. No, it it's is definitely the opposite. opposite. I'm not sour, and then I... No. You, you are sour. I grow on you, and I'm super just, sour. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, let me get close. Let me get... No. No to everything you do. <laughs> and I'm your other host, Mike. And I went trick-or-treating over the weekend over on commander legends street which if you don't know that's the street all the legends from commander legends that's where they live so if you don't know that's that's it for the most part i was pretty happy with the candy i got except you know togo gave me a rock it's a lot of setup please listen carefully There's a lot of setup. Why are you trick-or-treating a week and a half early? Well, you know, like they do trunk-or-treats like four weeks early Oh, and that's stuff. true. Yeah. That's true. You trunk-or-treat it. Yeah, but at Commander Legend Street. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Go find it. <laughs> and this is the podcast where we talk about all things Magic the Gathering. But mostly Commander. We have a couple of announcements. Uh, this past week, we found out about Secret Layer Extra Life 2021. This Extra Life um, is is actually really adorable. They mm-hmm. wrangled a bunch of talented children and asked them to draw their take on some iconic magic creatures. And then they took those images and gave them to some all-star artists to recreate them in their own vision. So we are getting crater hoof behemoths. We are getting mall drifters and some metalwork colossus. So the actual drop itself comes with two of each. One of them is going to be the image that was drawn by the child and one by the actual artist. Um, You can get it in non-foil for $40 or foil for $50. This goes on sale um, this in, in the next couple of weeks here. I think it's actually November 4th. Yep. 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 Yeah. So this is this is a fun one, and if you don't have a crater hoof, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a good great, way to get two. It's a good way to get two. <laughs> um, next up, we have a blogatog post from Morrow talking about some of the teasers leading into Innistrad Crimson Vow. So we have Crimson Vow spoilers starting um, this Thursday. So here are some some teasers, and we're gonna uh, go over them and talk about them a little bit, and you know what what we think is gonna happen. So the first here is the following counter types will be added: a Bloodline counter, Croak counter, Invitation counter, Judgment, Omen, Slime, and Suspect counters. Mm-hmm. Now I think we've seen slime counters before. Very excited for Croak counters. If this has anything to do with the Gitrog monster, yeah, we also saw a croaking counterpart mm-hmm. in in. Um, Midnight Hunt, and then there was things into frogs, and there was a card. I can't remember exactly what it is. I think it's a sorcery that like shows Baby Gitrog looking into the lake, and it sees he sees Big Gitrog in the lake. Sees himself as a big frog. Yes, yeah. Um, um, we got a new mechanic that removes something never removed before. I've seen some discussion online, wondering if they will be able to remove some Planeswalker emblems. Yeah, I was thinking that too. I don't think so. I, I just don't know what else. I mean, other than like remove uh, someone's sideboard or something like that. Remove all cards from opponent's sideboard. Get rid of lessons, basically, or something. Ah, that's interesting. Yeah. Because lessons are in standard right now. Yeah. A popular and powerful creature card from an Innistrad set gets reprinted. Yeah. Powerful creature card. I, I don't know if they they specifically did like didn't say legendary creature card because the first thing I thought of was Gitrog Monster probably because of the Croak counters. No. I'd rather see Micaiah's come back. Sure, Micaiah's that's a powerful again, creature. A third time. It could just be Micaiah's unhallowed again. Yeah, just Micaiah's. Micaiah's still oh, unhallowed. Just a, yeah, 
Did did Micaeus <laughs> die in the story or anything? I don't know the story. I assume. Well, I, I mean, re died in the story. Oh, I have no idea. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't. Know. Sorry. Yes, he definitely died. No, you're right. Okay, a new artifact token along the lines of clue, food, and treasure, but notably not clue, food, and treasure for your academy manufacturer. No. I don't know. A new artifact. I mean, we're going to a wedding. Maybe it's uh, party favors. Oh, presents. Oh, I like presents. Everyone likes presents. Everyone loves presents. We are getting a card that makes a red dragon illusion creature token with flying and haste. It's pretty good. It's a lot. Yeah. It doesn't say that it has the illusion the illusion text, which is when it becomes a target of a spell or ability. You sack it. So it doesn't not say that though. Either. It also does not not say that. <laughs> Marl would just leave that information out. Sure. Um, we have a mechanic that first appeared as a faction mechanic that is returning. Honestly, I didn't think about this one too much. I'm not sure what all of the faction mechanics are. It's been a... I think Madness was a vampire faction mechanic. Is that is that what they're talking about? The faction? The, like vampire is, faction? Like the creature factions? I imagine. But maybe not. I don't know. We have a new card that lets you cast certain cards off of the top of your library. Hmm. A new card. I think this is going to be a vampire that lets you cast vampires off the top. I don't know if that already exists. Is it going to be in red? It's probably in red, right? Probably in red. It's in red. Yeah. Um, we have a new legendary creature card that combines two characters that previously each had their own legendary creature Is card. Is this Alana and Halana? Oh, maybe. Casting that would be trappers or whatever. Way cooler than I thought it was going to be like. I thought it was going to be like Olivia and Edgar meld cards. There was going to be one set of meld cards and it was going to be Olivia and Edward and then. Edward? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, Edward fits for, for a Twilight theme, which is, you know, a lot of people associate Twilight with. Yeah. Edistrad as well. So the, the Markov, the Mark, married Markov couple meld card or something I thought would be cool. Yeah. We have a new mechanic, which is a mirror of an already existing mechanic i imagine this is going to be like investigate but with this new type of clue investigate with a new type of clue with, with this new type of clue that they alluded to along the lines of clue food okay and treasure. okay so that's that's what i don't know uh, about a legendary character returns but is now a vampire crossing my fingers that it's thalia i want a vampire thalia. I, I hope it's not i'd rather it be Adric. what if it was thalia turned into a vampire but still fighting for the humans just has vampire powers now very flare is is thalia three colors or just red and white as a red white or black white or maybe mardu yeah well i would like mardu i would i would assume one of our last bullet points here will give us oh those maybe I, i'm assuming i don't know i hope it's Audric. Oh, we okay. have <laughs> we have a um the next are rules text that are showing up on some cards so you choose a number between zero and thirteen very flavorful. Yeah. Um, with mana value less than or equal to the number of vampires you control. Yeah, it's solid. If it's red, you may cast it this turn. Sounds fantastic. Zombies you control have flying. We've seen this before. We have in the precon. Is it? The Will Help precon. The Will Help precon yeah. gave one of those. And then also Wonder in My Graveyard. And that, Wonder in Your Graveyard. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> At the beginning of your upkeep, any opponent may sacrifice a creature. I like it. Kraken, Leviathan, Octopus, or Serpent. We've seen these before. Lots of times. There was, is it something, in, no, Engulf the Shore? Yeah. Engulf the Shore or something. Was that Innistrad? I'm uh, not sure. I can't remember. I feel like it might have been. I feel like that sounds more like wrong. a Zendikar type of thing, but I don't know for sure. I can't remember. Twice that many human tokens are created instead. So that sounds like 
it's going to be a flashback on something. Not, if this, not human. Twice that many of those to- oh, tokens. Of those tokens are created instead. Parallel lives reprint. We've asked for this. It's an Innistrad card. Uh, I, think, right. I think we've got it. Uh, whenever a human you control dies. Hey, I, you got a new card. I, as long I already as have not, a new As long as it's not in black. As long as it's not in black. Uh, equal to the number of permanents you control that are spirits and or enchantments. Okay. I like the spirit enchantment combo. I assume because we know we're getting a pre-con that has spirits, that's spirit related. This will be mm-hmm. fun. This will be fun for that. Then if you control exactly 13 permanents, I'm going to make a prediction, this. put it on the board. Target player loses the game. Okay. Yep. And then finally, we have some creature type lines that are in the set. We have a human ranger werewolf. I like that a lot. We got an angel soldier. Zombie scorpion. Serpent egg, hopefully in the Naya colors. Eye horror. A new eye. We are getting a new (laughs) eye. Uh, A legendary creature, human peasant. A legendary creature, spirit warlock. Legendary creature, slug horror. A legendary creature, kraken horror. And two legendary creature, vampire nobles. I assume... They are going to be Edgar and Olivia, and and Soren stays a planeswalker. Soren stays a planeswalker. I if Soren's even involved in the story, I Soren's I I'm been on I'm, on the look, cards looking Soren's for Edgar there. and stuff, right? Yeah. yeah, I mean, at least on that one, I think it's Fateful Absence, that yeah. white card. I believe the story is that he's going to Edgar's um, coffin. coffin. Yeah, his and bed. His bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they sleep in coffins. I assume, I assume all vampires are the same, and they all sleep in coffins. That's what the movies want us to And they don't eat any garlic. No garlic. They don't season their food. With garlic, specifically. But with salt, it's like... Well, actually, maybe not even with salt, because you do like salt circles and stuff. Garlic? No, salt is witches. Well, it's salt, Have you not salt circle, seen you can do a salt Hocus circle. Pocus? Salt circles keep spirits out of your circle. Is it spirits in general? I thought it was... Wi- oh, you know what? Like they read undead. that salt... Yeah, they do read that salt container in that movie, and it's like, yeah, witches is one of them. Mm-hmm. I've never... I don't want to waste salt. Salt's really good. It's very want it abundant <laughs> and very cheap. <laughs> it's very... Abundant. And you, when you put it on the ground, you could say, I return the salt to the earth. <laughs> Morton salt container. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. Salt is cheap and abundant. That's, that's cheap absolutely true. and abundant. So tune in um, actually this Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific time. You can check out the uh, Magic YouTube channel and their Twitch channel to... I believe that's supposed to be Olivia's wedding. So yeah. they're, they're interested. So I assume we get to see Olivia on Thursday. And, you know, we're going to be talking about it immediately in our Discord and our previews and spoilers channel there as soon as they start getting leaked out. So previewed should, out, previewed out, not getting, leaked out. Sorry, we do not right. like leaks. That's right. We don't actually post leaks either. We don't. Only previews and spoilers. So if you want to discuss well, that with <laughs> I us. I guess, no, there are leaks in that channel uh, if, I mean, if they're found. Once they're confirmed. But we hopefully. only, but we contained only to that channel. That's correct. Only to that so channel. So if you want to discuss that with us, hop on over to our Discord channel. Yes. And talk to us. And if you want to support us, you could head to patreon.com slash guardianprojectpod. We want to thank everybody who listens to us and especially our patrons. Thank you so much. And if you're looking for another way to support the podcast, whatever platform you are enjoying the podcast on now, if you could subscribe, rate, review, and leave a comment, we would be most appreciative. You can find us online at theguardianprojectpodcast.com. You can find our social media on Twitter at guardianpod and our gameplay videos at youtube.com the guardian project you can email us at guardianprojectpod at gmail.com coil what is on the agenda this week it's an exciting day andy because this weekend is our halloween weekend it's halloween and so obviously we're going to talk about candy just like we did last year but uh, 
maybe not just like we did last year. So instead of talking about the top 15 Halloween candies like we did last year in the U.S., we decided to just buy a bunch of random candy. And we're going to we're you know, we haven't tried a lot of some of it. We did. We have had some, in of, the it, past. some of it we had not had before. And most so this, of it, I would say we have not had before. I would say at least half. Yeah, I hadn't had before. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna compare these candies. Well, not only to each other, but also to commanders that we think most represent these candies and how we feel about these candies, and also decide if we would pass these candy out to uh, Halloween. So, uh, trick or treat. We are also going to have an exclusive episode up for patrons. So if you're listening to this and you would like to hear our thoughts right away, live when we tried all these candies, uh, there will be a special episode just for you released this week. And at nine minutes and 30 seconds in the episode, Andy almost cuts his hand. Open. Uh, there's a there's a good chance I <laughs> held a knife totally incorrectly and was wondering why one of the candy bars was not <laughs> cutting and immediately... Coil recognizing his <laughs> eyes went wide. I was jamming my th- my left thumb on it. Go, uh, Ryan almost had to file a claim, and we have producer Ryan here also to to he, he's going to be the arbiter between us because last year we really dragged payday through the mud, mm-hmm. and it was one of our most interacted episodes. People really enjoyed telling us about the candies they did and did not like, mm-hmm. but we got a lot of people saying paydays are totally fine, and we were overreacting. Which, I speak for the people is really what it is. You know, you know and I will honestly say, I, I believe personally, I overreacted because uh, I, I kind of like Payday. I haven't bought one since, if to be honest, but I didn't hate it. When we hit a thousand followers online on, on Twitter, we did a live stream um, where it was suggested we could eat a Payday. I think it was suggested by you yeah. that we would eat a Payday and then we had to and you brought the paydays over for the live stream mm-hmm. and Coyle brought over king size. Yeah. Couldn't have brought over a regular size candy bar. Size. It was a punishment. We had to do it. It was it was not as <laughs> bad as we thought. Punishment. <laughs> yeah, it was not as bad as we thought it was gonna be, but it was too much. It was it was it was very sweet and not what I wanted. So um this year we are going to go over eleven candies and we're gonna just talk about them. The first one, which none of us had, no, Ryan had. Ryan's had. had mallow I had never had was a mallow cup. So a mallow cup uh, or mallow cups are milk chocolate cups with whipped cream center with a sprinkle of coconut. So they I. They call it whipped cream? It, it says a whipped, I guess a whipped creamy center. Whipped it doesn't actually explain center. what's in the center, but I will say it was, it was a little overly sweet, but it reminded me of like the feeling from a Cadbury egg. Mm. So if you've had that, like not the, not the cream one, the like, it was like a mixture of that and the, the center of those like chocolate covered cherries where it's like the liquidy, it's like the, the, the difference oh, between okay. the, the texture of the that. texture of it oh, was sure, like sure. meeting in the middle between the chocolate covered cherry and the Cadbury egg. And I loved the coconut and I did not expect it to be in there, but you can taste it. So, um, but when you break them, it spills out. Like it was very sticky all yes. over my hand. Yes. I thought it was going to break like a Reese's cup and no. it does not. No. Although they look like a Reese's cup. They do. So it's not easy to break apart and you really need to hold it and you need to bite it. What were your thoughts? I did not very much enjoy the Mallow <laughs> Cup, personally. Um, I expected a lot. More. One, I expected it to be marshmallow in the middle, not whipped cream. 
which I did, and it was not marshmallow in the middle. No, hear, hearing the explanation, whipped cream, that makes a lot more sense as to what I put in my mouth. A whipped creamy week. center. A whipped creamy center, not a marshmallow. I really wish it was marshmallow. I wish yeah. there was more marshmallow. I'm kind of glad it wasn't, though, because I'm not a fan of marshmallow. Ugh, I, I mean, I don't like marshmallow by itself, but a chocolate-covered marshmallow? Heck yeah. I'll eat like that. That um, uh, uh, Oh, my gosh. The marshmallow fluff. Yeah. That stuff's good. Oh, I would have yeah. been okay if that had been the center. I don't know about that. I, I do love <laughs> the mallow cup. I do feel like it does taste marshmallowy, though. It's You're, the, the taste just not as much as I've never heard of a whipped marshmallow, but yes, that that does make sense that it'd be whipped. Yeah, but I just don't think there was enough. It was like all it was mostly chocolate. There wasn't enough filling. You just wanna. You, I think just the piece taste, that I cut know? for you may not have had a lot of the center because it just well, most of it was on the knife that saved <laughs> yeah, your finger. That's true. <laughs> so comparing this to the commander that I think it most uh, most relates to or best represents, I selected Quain Inerit Meddler. So I said it's you're getting card draw, so it's super sweet mm. for everyone. Mm-hmm. Everyone likes it. You're in blue white, which I love. Sure, so this is sure. great. There's a hint of coconut, which. Um, is a little, you know, it could be a little gritty. It's just so maybe, a little texture. Maybe just a little, little maybe a little counter just spell. Just a little spice. Maybe a little counter spell here and there. But um, you'll remember it because you might lose to like a Lab Maniac win. So when hmm. Lab Maniac's out and you draw your deck, yeah. you just win the game. So you'll remember the game. Interesting. So this is a Quain. Mallow Cup is for Quain. Well, that's your <laughs> opinion. That's for sure. Um, okay. So here's here's my take. Um, my big thing about Meow Cups is it's it's not a lot of fluff for something claiming to be full of fluff. So that's that's how I'm taking it in the terms of Commander. This is a deck where someone sits down and talks about this really unique five-color shenanigans deck or like it's an ATOGS, all ATOGS, five-color deck. Something cool and you get so hyped you're going to play it. And the first thing they play is Ristic Study, Smothering Tithe, and Ghostly Prison. You're like, this is not this. I want more fluff. I want to see the fluff of your deck. (laughs) I don't want to see these (laughs) cards out here every single time. So that is why uh, the Mallow Cup is a five-color You Lied to Me deck. Wow! Oh yeah, because the coconut really got you. I'm sorry I you're still. I'm coconut. I'm sorry you're still being affected. I don't know <laughs> much of what he's saying, but I do feel personally attacked. I, <laughs> I also, I also oh, do. My, my mallow cups more, man. So yeah. would we pass this out for Halloween? I would 100 pass these out to kids. I'd keep them. They'd stay in my house. Yes. I would. I would buy them with the intention of passing them out, and they'd stay. Yeah. If I if I had them in my house, I would pass them out so that I, I wouldn't have them in my house anymore. <laughs> I don't know if that I don't think that's really what we what we wanted when it comes to that sentence. No, I wouldn't I wouldn't pain children with these mallow cups. All right. The second candy we have on our list here is uh, a green tea Kit Kat, which uh, is described as a crisp cookie wafer, a Kit Kat or drenched in smooth white chocolate infused with sweet matcha green tea flavor. Hmm. So um, I didn't think this one was that bad. I thought it was sweeter than I expected. I thought it was really just going to be like green tea, but it was like sweet, like the white chocolate. So why not? My actual note here says this wasn't actually very sweet at all. Oh, and I did Maybe, not like it because you know, it was very earthy compared to chocolate. It's compared not that to, sweet compared to like a, a milk chocolate yeah. that we had. But white chocolate's not chocolate. True. That's the thing to remember. It's just fat. It's it's, it's I, I do love it. Yeah. I do love white chocolate, but it, it was real earthy. And it was not my favorite twist on an already really, really good candy. Hmm. Kit Kats are top tier. Top tier. I mean, they're they're S tier. They're right up there. For sure. 
Ryan really did not enjoy this. No, one. it's a whole experience thing. I was like, oh, it, it's in your nose. He you was like, it's it. in my nose. I'm, I'm, Ugh. I'm still tasting. I, I feel like I still have hints of green tea just existing in my head right now, and I don't like it. Interesting. You don't, you don't get to stay in my head for more than when I need it. You. That green tea's living rent free in your head right yeah, now. Yeah, it's gotta go. And I don't think I gave it's, it a fair shot because of how much I like. A regular Kit Kat. Yeah. I was really, but you have that frame of reference. So. I was really hyped on it. We also didn't pick like the strawberry Kit Kat oh, the or the duos. Oreo. Kit- yeah, there were a bunch when we were at the store mm-hmm. when we picked. So we went to an old fashioned like candy shop. Mm-hmm. So that's where we went. We found a bunch of stuff. So that was a lot of fun. We avoided getting things like uh, gummy watermelons as big as your face. Mm-hmm. We yeah. didn't get. We have plenty of things we want to get for next year's Halloween yeah. episode. But I would say for this. It is it is not the twist I wanted on an already classic candy. Yeah. So it is not the twist I wanted on an already classic character. Okay. So uh, Olivia mobilized for war mm. is what I selected for this. So it's cool. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, that commander wants you to discard your resources. And I know madness was a cool theme right. in uh, the shadows over Innistrad block. So I think it was great and limited, but not at the helm of my commander deck. Mm-hmm. So it totally works. You can totally make it happen. People will be happy playing it. Just not the one that I wanted. Okay. Well, I I took this as a, uh, it's not bad. It's not something I want when I'm reaching for candy, but it's still kind of sweet for me. So it's a deck theme that I don't particularly do often because it's not really my taste, but it's not something I frown upon because it's not bad. It's just not for me. So that's typically an enchantments deck. So any oh. enchantments deck. When I play enchantments, it's something weird. It's land auras or curses or yeah. something like that. So just like a, a run-of-the-mill enchantments deck. It's some, I, I, I'd have it. I'd share it with my friends. Here, you should try this. You might like it. Me? Not for me. I would not pass this out on Halloween. I wouldn't I wouldn't buy them to pass out to kids. I'm not even sure it's like cost effective to pass this out. I don't even know if you can I mean, get it in mass. If you can get them. I mean, let's assume for okay, all these okay. candies, they're readily available <laughs> we're, to we're, give we're out. way too literal. <laughs> right. If they had like a Kit Kat variety pack and this was one of the flavors in the variety pack, I would totally hand this out. Okay. But maybe not just the green tea flavor. Yeah, if ones. I bought if I bought in all like assuming these are all fun size. Sure. I would not pass this. I wouldn't buy this pass it out because I think I would only pass out candies I want. That's the reason I don't pass out M&Ms. I don't pass out. Wow. No on M&Ms. Huh? No on M&Ms. Melt in your hand, mouth, not in your, well, I don't know what the, it's melt in your <laughs> mouth, but not in your hand. Yes. They melt both, right. both places and they're moderately okay. I want, I, I want to, I want to talk to the, the marketing team about the candy that melts in your hand, but not in your mouth, because that's <laughs> the one that I want. <laughs> I want the anti-physics going on there. All right. Boston baked beans. Ugh. So, I mean, no spoilers. So <laughs> these are peanuts dressed up in a sweet, crunchy candy coating. That's the whole description. Doesn't tell you what the candy coating tastes like. So I thought this was worse than a peanut M&M. Yeah, because a peanut M Ms are fine to me. Like, it makes an M M&M M better, but it's really missing the chocolate here. And the candy coating, in my opinion, was both hard and textured like stale at the same time. Mm. And I did check the box; they were not stale. They were just no. They might still be stale, even if the <laughs> box doesn't say they're expired. <laughs> they were just it they're was just crunchy. You guys are coming at them, calling them stale. They're just crunchy. They're they're. It's a peanut covered in candy coating. Candy yeah. coating. That's just it. a candy coating. Candy coated peanuts. I like candy coated almonds, like the the like the Jordan almonds you get at at weddings. Those are just sure. as hard to eat though. Those are so crunchy. Those are so good, but they're not peanuts. 
right. they're almonds. So peanuts are by far the worst nut in those mixed nut containers. So they literally specify in those containers when they put in a percentage less of nuts. Now with 30% less peanuts. Yeah. It means something when you're advertising that you put less of this crap. It's a filler nut. It's awful. So it's it's just got sugar coating on the worst kind of peanut. So on the worst kind of nut. So for me, uh, I said I wanted to see less generic, um, a, 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 I guess, a deck type that feels just very generic. And I personally want to see less of because I don't enjoy them. So we have a lot of generic white red equipment commanders sure. like Cole, the Forge Master, and YLF Sword of Steel, and Akiri F- Fearless Voyager, and Arden and Rogak, and I really guess any Arden slash Red partner, yeah, yeah. and uh, Tiana Ship's Caretaker, and Jor Kadeen, and Brunor Battlehammer. There's just so many of them. Mm-hmm. I just, I want 30% less. 30% less. Equipment, equipment in Red peanuts. White Commander peanuts. Yeah. So this is just, this is Brunor Battlehammer because it's the. In my in my opinion, I would choose this one last, I guess, of the equipment commanders sure. that I want less of. So it's just something I want less of because I don't play it myself. Okay. Okay. Um I I specifically said that this was how I expected a payday to taste. Oh. Last year, as in I didn't like it. So down with Boston Pig. And I was <laughs> just thinking this is the new payday because this is the it's new payday. great and you guys are coming at it. No, so it's it's like you said, simply a peanut with a candy coating, much like an M&M. Uh, and I don't particularly like peanuts. So this is a commander that I like because I like candy coating on the surface. I like the candy coating. That mm-hmm. was great. But that's that's like less than a percent of each Boston baked bean. So on the surface, it's a commander that I like. But the, the 99 is something that I absolutely hate. And I had a really hard time trying to figure this out. And I think it's like a mono black edict or discard focus. Like, cause on the, on the surface, like, oh, mono black. I love that. And then you just make everyone sacrifice all their creatures and discard all the cards in their hand. It's like, I don't like that theme, but I like the commander. So candy coating is great. And then you can spit the peanuts out afterward. Okay. Eat it like sunflower seeds, but just take the candy coating so off this, the peanut. So is this tiny bones officially then? Is that what this sure, is? Sure. Tiny bones, turgrid. Okay. Yeah. Those kinds of things. I would not pass this out to anyone. No. Pass it to Ryan's house. Well, tr- everybody can pass them. To if Ryan yeah. comes trick or treating at my house, I'll I'll pass it out to Ryan. Right, they left Ryan. them here after we tasted we them, did. and they lasted like five minutes. <laughs> I'm sure. All right, the next one here, the most intriguing name of one, in my opinion, is the Lion Choco Bar. This is a filled wafer, caramel, thirty-two percent, and crisped cereal, twenty-six percent, like Rice Krispie cereal, covered in milk chocolate, forty-two percent. And it's originally from the UK. Um, so, yeah, it, it's a lot like a 100 gram bar, but it's it's not as not as good as a 100 gram bar. I think 100 gram has like heavier caramel or more nougat. It's a thicker bar. 100 grand. Yeah. R- R- Ryan, you call this the 10 grand bar. Yes. <laughs> had any of us had it? I had never had this candy. Bar. No, no, I've never had. I was excited. Lion the name, but. Lion Choco. Lion Choco. I like Choco better. Lion Choco. There's also, I guess, variations on this. So you can get a white chocolate or a peanut butter filled one in in different areas. Um, And there's also a note, if you look up Lion Choco, that in recent years, this candy bar size has changed and has gone down in size, which has caused very, very, uh, uh, or a a good deal amount of controversy among its fans. Interesting, because they get So this used to be larger. It wasn't small. It used to be a lion's share. Uh, Ha ha ha. 
<laughs> I, yeah. So I, I actually I didn't mind it. No, I mean this it was, was good. It was pretty good. And let me say it's like a hundred gram bar. Um, it, it, it really did feel like a hundred gram bar. The same. It was a soft texture. It was not. It it felt very much. I was actually looking up. Uh, when we did all the the the, pr- the preparation for this, mm-hmm. a lot of them are just a different candy bar made by a different company. So like Mars versus oh, sure. Nestle versus. Sure. So I was like, is this just the hundred grand made by like another company? It's sure. not. It's not. It just really tastes similar. Yeah. Um, so I was. I mean, I, we keep comparing it to a hundred grand. So I'm going to compare it to a hundred grand when it comes to the commander too, because this is a budget a budget version of a hundred grand deck. You know, this is this is ten percent of your hundred grand. Um, so this I, I said is a budget landfall deck. Landfall is a particular theme that does benefit a lot. The more money you put into it to get those fetch lands and everything, but you could still play it with slow fetches that come in tapped and everything. And you get your evolving wilds and it still works. It's just going to be a little bit slower. It's not quite the hundred grand bar, but yeah, it's, it's still pretty good. Okay. What's the commander? Uh, Obun. Okay, so my commander that I chose for this is a a commander that is a more budget-friendly version of a card. My deck is Phylath World Sculptor. Yeah, there there you go. Perfect Because it is a budget Avenger of Zendikar. (laughs) I I was waiting for you to say Phylath when you said this is a land. I was like, landfall deck. Uh I don't know. So it feels like a a 10 grand version to the 100 grand Mm -hmm. Avenger of Zendikar, but in the command zone. So they're similar and good, and I'd be happy to pass out either... I would pa- if I could get these in fun size, I'd pass this out. Yeah, they're fine. I'd pass them out. Yeah, these are good. They, they weren't only, anything special. I'm not going to write home. Fine. They were fine. Yeah, I would only buy one to give it to my other friends so that they could try. I wouldn't buy one again to have. I'd just buy a hundred grand bar if I want that. I'm but I would buy the, the peanut, peanut butter, butter one. one. Heck wow. yeah! <laughs> <laughs> you you think though? Every candy is someone's favorite candy. Sure. Problem. Yeah, it Ex- has to be. Except for Boston baked beans. Hey, no, man. Ryan loves Calm them. Down. That's your favorite candy? No. If you're willing favorite, to stand on that hill? But I know someone else is probably loving them, <laughs> no, too. No, but I think last year you did say payday was at, like, your top. It would be high up. Yeah, for sure. Chocolate-covered payday. I got to try that this year. I still All haven't right. tried one of those. There's chocolate ones? There's chocolate-covered paydays. Okay. Mmm. The next bar is the Bounty Bar. So a Bounty Bar has a coconut filling enrobed with milk chocolate, which is solid in a blue wrapper. Or it's dark chocolate, which is solid in a red wrapper and is usually sold as two bars wrapped in a single package. So Mars makes these, but Hershey's makes the Almond Joy and Mounds. Almond Joy and Mounds, top my list. I love them. So good. All day long. And I, I like having the almond on the Almond Joy and Mounds are good because it's dark chocolate. So the bounty bar we had was a dark chocolate bounty bar. Mm-hmm. So I loved it. I thought it was delicious. Um, but it's essentially a Mounds bar. So if you've had a Mounds, you've had a bounty bar. Same thing. I love it. So because there's two bars, this is obviously a partner deck. Okay. Obviously sure. it's a partner deck. Sure. So I'm just going to go with a partner deck that I love so much watching. Mm-hmm. Never played it myself. Okay. It's it's Sakashima of a Thousand Faces and Crock the Thumbless. It's just okay. it's good old fun that lasts for a long time sure. because the coconut flavor does last. Yeah. Like it'll it'll it be sure worth did. you for a bit. <laughs> yep. Coyle right. did reluctantly get a pretty large piece too. Yeah. We didn't we he didn't, went for it. He went for it. So I uh I loved this. I hate I hate coconut. Coyle so doesn't much. do coconut at all. I hate it. If you added peanuts to this bar, it probably would have become better. That's what I'm saying. 
Honestly, yeah, really? you stick a couple of Boston baked beans in there. It would have been like better. Perfect candy. I just hated the coconut. It was no. a very nice chocolate on the outside. And then it's just like wet, squishy coconut in my mouth. And I hated it. it. It is very squishy. I will give you that. Like the texture is like really soft. It was like. Texture's big for me. It was very moist. Yeah. Like it. It wasn't dry coconut. Texture's a big reason why I don't like peanuts, actually, too. Really? Texture's pretty big. Yeah, because they're like almost chalky sometimes. Cashews, really high in fat when they're more smooth. That I can deal with. But a bounty bar. It's my least favorite candy bar on this entire list. Um, and it has everything wow. to do with my dislike of coconut, obviously. It's a chocolate-covered coconut, and that's all it is. Um, so this is like taking a CEDH deck to a casual pod, but switching out the commander so no one expects to see the high power level. And oh. then, bam, you're shoving coconut down the table's throat with your food chain <laughs> combo deck, wow. helmed by some not Corvold Jund commander in your very obviously Corvold food chain commander deck. Um, so we're going to say this is Varlock of Scorched Thrash helming a commander CEDH your, food your chain lock deck. or Varlock? Yarlock. Sorry. <laughs> I combined a few names there. Yeah. Um we can agree to disagree. Yeah, I, I, I mean, we're going to. Yeah. Um, so the next candy that we have on here are Necco wafers. Ne- I mean, they've been around for a long time, right? People like these things. Um, each roll of Necco wafers contains eight flavors. There's lemon, lime, orange, clove, cinnamon, wintergreen, licorice, and chocolate. And they're all different based on their color. Yes. So it's the same each time. It's not a surprise. But funny enough, they changed that formula later. So there's no more lime. This oh. is what's on there. You know, Skittles don't have lime either. But I'm pretty sure they asked to bring them back. So they have lime, lime only Skittles now you can get. Mm. Uh, I went back to the candy store this week, this last weekend. <laughs> Coyle went to get more Boston baked beans. No, we got lime Skittles. We got more coffee. So what did crisps. you think of the Necco? So when we tried it, and if you're listening, if you go listen to our patron uh, episode, uh, I ended up getting the pink and i got white the white mm-hmm. so i got cinnamon hoping to get something sweeter then i got wintergreen mm-hmm. i was like this is terrible and ryan goes i don't know mine were both fruity i don't know and <laughs> yeah. i think you got like orange and yellow yes. i did yeah yep and i got purple i got clove Oh, that's not a candy flavor I would expect. I did not like my Necco wafer personally. Oh, I wonder if you had tried a different one, you would have liked it. I definitely would have liked an orange. I'm going to be very fair to this. You guys left them here. I was up pretty late editing. I ate all of them. (laughs) (laughs) And they were all great. Uh, Every like five minutes, you pop one, new flavor, have a fun time. I loved it. Do Neccos work like antacids too? They do look like tongues. They look like it. Didn't have heartburn, so they work. They work. So in 2009... It says Necco changed the formula for the Necco wafers. Artificial colors and flavors were eliminated. The candy was made softer through the addition of glycerin, and the lime flavor was removed due to the difficulties in creating an all-natural green coloring, resulting in a seven-flavor Necco wafer roll. Um, these were made softer. I want to know how hard they were before they were made softer, because I thought... My teeth were about to break. Hockey pucks they were before. Hockey pucks. That's that what they bad. were before. That one I did not confirm how old they were. No. I feel like they were made pre-2009. As all Necco ate. wafers were, of course. <laughs> I can't believe they're still making these. They but stopped they were... production in 1999, and what you buy now is just what's been left over. So they were hard as a rock, but um, honestly, the two I got were not the flavors I wanted. And... and and if they get on your clothes, they, they write like sidewalk chalk. 
Mm. They they just they, they leave powder. Oh yeah. So um, I'm I'm going to call this one the Ur Dragon. Okay. So so it can be built with a lot of different a lot of different dragons, right? Mm-hmm. So you have a you have a bunch of different flavors. Some are great. Some might not be as good. I think that if I had gotten orange or lemon, I would have been much happier. Sure. Some people will really like the deck, and some will not. Um, but you're going to remember it. That's and true. I will remember eating those. Um, rocks i'm gonna remember that there's other flavors and that maybe i should try some more yeah you should probably not eat the purple one next yeah time. so i said this these were like slightly slightly fruit flavored chalk i guess clove's not really a fruit but um you know slightly flavored chalk um and so to to this this was like a control deck that has a fun sub theme where it's like it's trying to not just be chalk but in in the end it's just a very chalky candy to me so maybe this is like a a blue white flashback deck it's a vega deck okay but it's control it's not just okay. trying to flash things back it's I'm here mostly it. control and we do some flashback stuff we'll do it so we'll that's it. what a neko wafer is to me i would i would pass these out if I, we had them in fun size i'd pass them out specifically the kids can either eat them or use them as chalk to write on the sidewalk of that person's house what candy they would like next year. Yeah, not Neko Instead wafers. of Neko wafers. Yeah. <laughs> you pass them out. You just got to pass them you out. Pass They're them so out. good. I would rather pass out like bottle caps or something. Oh, I have not had bottle caps in years. Yeah, really like All right, list for next year. Someone someone listening, please set a calendar reminder <laughs> for like three weeks before Halloween next mm-hmm. year. Buy bottle caps. And tweet at us at Guardian Pod. Buy bottle caps, please. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I would, I would pass it out. Yeah. Pass it out to get it out of the house. That would be <laughs> the only reason. The next bar is Nestle Coffee Crisp. This is a Canadian candy bar. It consists of alternating layers of vanilla wafer and foamed coffee flavored. Flavored, because they put a U in the description. Yeah, we usually don't put that U here. So it's flavored candy. Mm -hmm. um, Coated with a milk chocolate outer layer. This one was so good. It's so good. This one was at top three of all all of these that we're talking about today. That's my favorite one. By far. I I mean, the coconut one and one we haven't talked about yet are still really high up. The one we haven't talked about yet is still, it's still really high up for me too, but this one is literally my number one. I love it. It's love, your number one. This. this is like, this is like a, a, a little Debbie nutty bar, but coffee version of it. And the coffee was strong. It wasn't like just, just artificial coffee flavor. Right. It, it, but it, it was, felt like there was a lot of coffee in it, but it was still sweet. It was like a like sweet, yeah. like sweet, like it's not. I, I'm gonna say coffee cake. It's nothing like the texture of a coffee cake, but it's sweet like a coffee cake. In that you know, it's not the coffee overpowering it. It is still a dessert, and it goes so good with co- with coffee. I wish we had coffee and we had taste all the candies. Oh, you can go back and get another one. It's like, I'm going to do that next tomorrow <laughs> morning. You went back. Did you get more of them? What did you buy back? when you oh, went okay, back? Cool. Did coffee you get the crisp? good one? You did. I did get coffee crisp. I got more stuff that isn't on the list that I did buy last oh, time too. Like, okay. like nerds gummies and stuff that I really like. And yeah, lime, lime Skittles, lime only Skittles, bunch of those. Yeah. I would for sure eat this again. This, yeah. was, this was great. So I said I had great flavor. Something I'd want to come back to. I have a Gerard Golgari Lichlord deck that I think plays very well. It's fun. It's a it's a crowd pleaser. Yeah. It's not oppressive. Mm-hmm. Um, and it never gets old. So I would keep coming back to it. So I would um I would I would I would keep I would keep the the coffee crisp absolutely in the lineup of candy bars in the rotation. Yeah, in the rotation. In the rotation of candy, of candy bars, bars, it's Gerard. It's Gerard. Okay, so yeah, it's definitely my favorite coffee of the group. Um, coffee of the group. Coffee of the group. It's the favorite <laughs> candy of the group. Uh, it goes perfectly with coffee. It's not too complicated. 
Um, it's it's so I'm comparing this to just a great like casual deck that just turns creatures sideways. So this is my Morphon Humans deck or my Zombies deck or something where I just cast creatures, swing, pass the turn, sip my coffee eat my coffee crisp bar. If they had these in small, I would pass them out and I would also buy a second bag for me to have. I would like people to experience, I would like kids to try this. I'm always weary like about like when I was a kid, I didn't really like the flavor of coffee. When I was like a little kid, I didn't like the flavor of coffee, but this is pretty sweet. It's a pretty, it might it's be very sweet. This is a gateway to coffee. You're going to get 10 year old hooked on coffee. It's all going to be your fault. That's their parents. Don't let your kids drink coffee. Always they can have some candy. I mean, they have to go through their bags. My parents always went through my bags, right? I wonder if there's caffeine in the coffee. And they or will in the take, candy. I think there's caffeine in most sugar things. Oh, <laughs> well, I guess. <laughs> you know? All right. So the next one we have on here is the Crunchy Bar. Crunchy Bar is a brand of chocolate bar with a honeycomb toffee, known as a sponge toffee in Canada, and honeycomb or cinder toffee in the UK uh, in the in the sugar center. So crunchy bar, um, the crunchy bar, I think we said tasted like milk duds. I think Ryan and I both agreed it tasted like milk duds, but you don't have to chew the caramel, which was good because it doesn't pull your teeth out there. I think I said they made a milk dud good. Yeah. So I don't like milk duds either. And I th- as soon as you said it, I recognized it and said, this is what I am. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm tasting here. So it packed into my teeth, though, almost immediately. Oh, yeah. And you had like like Aladdin and like the car- the original cartoon where it's just like one flat tooth. That's like how it's oh, drawn. Yeah. That's what my teeth felt like. was sure. just like one tooth because uh-huh. it, it packed in so bad. But I think it was because it read on the actual packaging as sponge toffee. Mm-hmm. I was expecting soft toffee. Yeah. And like a Three Musketeers or something like that. Yes, and immediately my my expectations were dashed. Yes, when I <laughs> almost cut myself. This is the candy I believe. I, I believe this is the one I was cutting Probably. when I put my um, thumb on the blade end and not on that. So anyway, I I was not thrilled with this one. I I wouldn't buy this. But if you like milk duds, if you like milk duds and you don't want to pull your teeth out, because milk duds like. When you chew them. But they're not, aren't they crunchy in the middle? Milk duds? Oh, uh, no, milk duds. I'm thinking malted milk balls. Malted milk balls. I also don't like those. I like malted milk balls, but. I don't know where I stand on this. But, okay, so so it's like milk duds, but you get to skip the part where it pulls your teeth out, but you don't get to skip the part where it embeds yourself, it embeds itself in your teeth. So <laughs> I said. your teeth out. You're right. So I said this was a group hug, but also fog deck where you get to do everything you want in terms of casting your spells and we're going to give you lots of resources, lots of extra mana, and you can cast everything you want. You just won't be able to win. I wrote that this is a Canaeus and Tiro group hug deck, but actually stacks. Wow. We've had two, two answers so we're far. We're on the it's same pretty, page this year. Yeah, yeah, we are. But honestly, I, I haven't like despised. I mean, they're not, some of these haven't been great. But mm-hmm. Like last year we were really... We should probably apologize to Payday. No. Mr. Payday. I will not. We're really sorry for what we said. If you pay the podcast, <laughs> if you want to sponsor the podcast, then I will apologize to Payday. I would not pass this candy out. If I had Crunchy Bar fun size, I wouldn't pass it out. I wouldn't buy it to pass it out. It's, it's, if it came in the variety pack that I am inevitably going to buy three hours before the sirens go off for <laughs> Halloween, I would pass it out. But that's about it. I think I'm about where you're at. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. We have a few more. The Clark Bar is next. A candy bar consisting of a crispy peanut butter spun toffee core, taffy core, originally with a caramel center, 
and it's coated in milk chocolate. I think this one is my least favorite of everything on this list. Mm. I think this candy suffers from a complete misunderstanding of flavor, similar to like the LaCroix of drinks. So like LaCroix is flavored like the, a hint of a hint of lime. Oh, sure, sure. Like I think what happened here was someone said make a peanut butter candy. And what they did was they took the sugar they used mm-hmm. and it was just sitting next to a jar of peanut butter. Oh, so it just got the aromas of the peanut butter. A little bit butter. of the aromas. The center didn't taste like peanut butter even a little. I thought it. Tasted, not at all. I thought it tasted like a candy peanut butter. I don't think it tastes like peanut butter. But not a at real all. peanut butter. Like I like Reese's peanut butter, not a real peanut butter to me. Butterfinger Butter peanut butter is way different than a real peanut butter. I me. agree, but I didn't think this had much flavor at all. No, I think this like, was a I specifically think this is a really bad attempt at a Butterfinger. I think I said that before, and everyone was like attacking me. Like they're like, Butterfingers are actually good though. I'm like, I I agree. Butterfingers are good. This is a really, really bad Butterfinger. This is a bad can. Is this the LaCroix of Butterfingers? I don't like LaCroix, so maybe. I think yeah. if we call it the LaCroix of Butterfingers, people are going to think that we really I like it, I don't want to defend the candy because it was bad, but I do like LaCroix. Yeah. LaCroix so are fine, see. though. Very I don't popular. mind a hint of a hint of lime or the, the one where someone expecting. explains it as like uh, banana flavored, but the it's LaCroix was just... Room. <laughs> 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 or, the, or Or strawberry, but the battery was low or something. Oh, sure. I love those memes. This, <laughs> this fits that. So I actually said this one is a Leonore Autumn Sovereign, so it's not a human commander, but sure. with taking the place of the human commander precon okay and so it it felt like a coven commander coven if you had sold it as this is just for the coven mechanic yeah which it probably could have been sold right because the other one had the decayed mechanic sure but it felt like it was supposed to be the humans and and we're getting a spirits and we we didn't get a a werewolf but they explained why Mm -hmm. and i said so it just it's not what i was expecting from that midnight hunt commander deck i'm happy it exists so somebody can have it Mm -hmm. i guess but um, it's it's not it's not for me. Sure. Since I compared it so so much to a Butterfinger, we actually did review Butterfingers last year. So my review of a Butterfinger last year was that out of nowhere combo deck that looks innocent on the outside, like cool, this candy is so good, and why is it lodged so deep in my teeth? I hate this. But then you have another one anyways because it was still a good candy bar. But this is a bad attempt at that. So this is the combo deck that fizzles. This is the turn that takes 30 minutes and then the game's not over and the next person gets to go then yeah. after that. So, yeah, w- whatever commander you may choose for that fizzle. The next one, one of our favorite candies, a candy from our childhood, blue raspberry sour punch straws. Oh, so good. Sour punch straws are a classic American candy full of blue raspberry flavor and covered in a unique sour coating. These long sour candy straws are perfect for sipping a delicious beverage while binge watching your favorite show. I've never used them as a straw before. I have not either. And I like the description of this candy being an American candy. What is an American candy full of blue raspberry? Is Are you saying an American candy is just gelatinous straws is uh, it a jelly about a jellied right. candy like licorice is the root of all american candy so anything that is straw like straw like gummy these are so good i love sour candy they're great it makes that little thing that little sensation behind your ear tingle when you eat it when I you eat a sour candy i don't have that i don't sensation. want that to be the sensation okay i but... can't be the only person that has the <laughs> sensation <laughs> no, no. <laughs> when i eat something really sour it's like the back of my jaw tingles only in the beginning. Once you had it, then you're good. Like if I were to eat like a um, uh, one of those the warheads, or something? warheads yeah. I get that same that same feeling. Oh yeah, 
These are solid, delicious. I like I said, I'm far more into sour candy. I would eat nerds. Yeah. Um. I would. Uh, um. Uh, sour Patch Kids. Mm-hmm. Swedish Fish isn't sour, but it's really. It's. I more, bet they have a sour version of Swedish Fish out there. Sa- isn't that just like the cherry sour patch? Kid? Oh, maybe. I it assume. Very well could be. I assume it's probably something similar. So I love this one. I'm gonna say it's Niv Mizzet Perrin. You know what you're getting into. It's a bit of sour control with some really cool plays. Maybe a wheel when Niv isn't out. If he's out, well, good luck. Um, folio fancies making a straw sure. or something, you know, or maybe making you mill after we drew everything. But ultimately, strong deck that's not offensive. Yeah. I think we're we're almost Are kind we? of in line with Are here we too. Again? I, I I took it a little I framed it a little bit differently. Um, but they're they're really legitimately good, but more sour than I remembered. And I used to eat these things all the time as a kid. Um so I think this is like a streamlined, powered up deck, a true like seven point five eight power deck where it's okay to be holding three counter spells in your hand because the other three people in your game also have a counter spell in their hand. So this was like my nickel bolas uh planeswalker slash Grixis control deck. And I think this would be like your locust god deck when you still had all the uh high level counter spells and stuff in it. So like that high power, really fun, but not C E D H. Um, candy commander yeah and our last candy here is is a candy we didn't even know the name to so it's called a nickel nip Mm -hmm. which i had no idea what that was so this is if you're if you're listening it's those little wax bottles full of sweet juice yes that's what these are so it is a brand of confectionery made of wax with a juice center the name comes from the original cost which was a nickel and the preferred way of opening a wax bottle which was Biting the top off, which was referred to as nipping the end. Mm-hmm. So, so you just you just bit it off, and once you drink the fruit juice, you can chew the wax like gum, but you're not to consume it. You you chew it and then spit it out. Yeah, I love these. Do you actually chew the wax afterwards? Uh, I have. I usually chew the wax to make sure that I get all the juice right. out because it's it doesn't sometimes when you bite it you close it again. Oh, true. like you bite it and it didn't. Yeah. Um, I I did I I do usually I've never chewed it before that was new to me that that line right there it's like those wax lips you can chew a wax lip I've never had wax lips before they're 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 like chewing wax okay but I don't know if I've ever just like chewed wax before though either so yeah but but regardless the juice inside is pretty good on these there just isn't a lot of it so we said that they tasted like. Those uh, those drinks where you had to twist off that piece of plastic on the top. What were those called? Kool-Aid jammers. Kool-Aid jammers. So good. Kool-Aid jam. I would prefer Kool-Aid jammer. Yeah. Well, that's just a large nickel nip. It's a huge <laughs> one. <laughs> it's like 500 put together. But you can't just chew the plastic off of you that. You can probably chew the plastic. I, 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 chewed, I chewed the top of those things. You could chew anything, Same. I guess. It's not all good for you. but Most of it's probably pretty bad Most probably you, pretty bad for you. Okay. I love these. So nickel nips. So I wanted a taste of something, and I almost got enough of it. Is how I describe this. That's a very good way. To That's a great it. way to describe <laughs> this. If, if I had four at the same time, it would probably be pretty good. So I said this would be um, a nice deck, but it's over before it started. So I said this was Kenrith. Oops, I comboed. Where you can play any power level of a Kenrith deck that you want, and it still somehow combos off. Um, also interchangeably, you can just be Najila because. For some reason, just like you're going to get to turn 10, even in a, in a casual pod, you're going to get to turn 10 and you're going to have 20 mana and you're going to somehow combo off and win, even in a most casual of casual builds of this deck. So this candy is, it's like, it's fun to both play with hmm. 
as it is to consume. Cause like you, you like, it's an experience. It's not just eating like you're sure. I think I'm putting, you picking up what you're putting the down. candy to get to the other piece of candy. I'm going to be honest. My mind went to an edible magic deck when you're like fun to play, but also to eat, to eat, I'm not going to gonna, consume. I'm not going to eat my, my, my commander. No, no, no. <laughs> I think this one is less of a specific commander. Cause I couldn't, I could not pick one for this one. Sure. And more of just a good experience. So if you like playing with tokens, this could be your tokens deck. If okay. you like, if you like just having all of all the cards in your hand, this is your card draw. It's like, it's just a good experience. It's the good experience in the game. So it's like, yeah. so it's your tokens deck when you get a hundred tokens on the board. And you have all 100 to lay out. Oh, or a hundred guardian project podcast, draw erase proxies that you can that, use to draw out a hundred to a hundred unique tokens. Now that we're getting a mechanically different token that's exactly. similar to clues and treasures, but not actually clues and treasures. Exactly. Yeah. Those are the candies that we went over this year. Wait, wait. I would pass these out if I had them. The only downside is I'd be afraid that someone might crush them and then they'd leak the candy out. So I don't know if this one's a good one to pass out. That's why I, I would, would want to. <laughs> yeah. You're the worst. Yeah, exactly. You're that grumpy old guy. So like, I hope you get juice on your candy. It's all sticky. I'm going to, I'm going to be the guy that passes out individual gushers to kids. Oh, ew. Gushers are gross. Yeah. Well, and like, unpackaged yeah. too. <laughs> Un- individual, individual <laughs> gushers. And then they'll go and they'll get all over their candy and then they'll have to eat. I want them to eat the candy that night. Because if you save that, it's just going to get sticky and gross. You're not going to eat it. Some of us had parents that didn't let us just eat candy all night. My parents didn't either. I want these kids to live. Wow. Temporarily. No, I'm just kidding. Live live as in. (laughs) Live their lives with the candy. I'd pass it out. Yeah. We'd pass it out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pass it out. All day long. All All of them. Uh, even not on Halloween, I'd pass it out. Just pass, and not if, in a weird way, though. If anyone comes to your Walking door, a solicitor comes to your door. Would you like a nickel nip? <laughs> solicitor, guy, you know, there's been a lot, there's been a lot of uh, earwigs in your neighborhood. A pest control guy comes up and you're like, "Would you like a nickel nip?" Gross. Get out of here with the earwigs. Well, Please come and take care of yeah, them. Come, but I'd give him money for that. You're gonna have to do that. <laughs> not just nick. You can't pay him in nickel pay nips. <laughs> Candy. This was Halloween. Yes, it was. I hope you all enjoy your Halloween and have a wonderful weekend. Uh, And we want to thank you all for listening. If you want to contact me directly, I'm on Twitter at Andy Flory. And I'm on Twitter at Worm Coil Engine. And we want to give a special thanks to our producer and editor, Ryan Nichols. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. It means so much to me. And cast member, of course. Of course. (laughs) Special guest. And, of course, we want to give a thank you to Chris Wolf, who handles all of our graphic design. Thank you so much. And to all of you listeners out there, we thank you so much for listening. And we'll chat with you next week. Happy Halloween. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha,